Welcome to HomeWise, a podcast of Highlands Ministries. Wisdom is essential in building a strong family and home life. Proverbs says that a wise woman builds her house and a foolish woman tears it down. I'm Steve, and I'm here with Kara Murphy, my wife and the mother of our 10 children, ages 3 to 20. I've been blessed with a wise and godly wife, and over the years I've learned that Christian women appreciate her perspective and need encouragement to rise above the folly of our culture and be home wise. Well, here we are still in January, and uh, it still feels like the beginning of the year. Uh, So we thought it would be appropriate uh, if we talked about a subject that uh, would do well here uh, at the beginning of the year, and that's uh, how to fix problems. Uh, There's a lot of different ways of saying this, but the problem of coasting after you've noticed that there's a problem. You want to explain a little bit, Kara, of of what that means, maybe help them understand it better? Right. We have um, times when... We've been moving along very happily and on autopilot, which is where you get the idea of coasting from. Yeah. And we, da, 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 you know, you're going along and all of a sudden you realize, wow, look at all these things that have cropped up while we've been just sort of humming along here. And whether it's um, bad habits um, in the home or attitudes or obedience things. A perfect example is uh, one of the things we teach our children is that when we speak their name, they're to answer immediately, look us in the eye and say, yes, ma'am, or yes, sir. And I can't tell you how many times over the years we've realized that we've said the child's name and they say, huh? (laughs) Or they say, yeah. (laughs) And you think, okay, I spent a lot of time when that child was two and first learning to speak (laughs) to say, yes, ma'am, or yes, sir. And, and we've, we've not been reinforcing it. And all of a sudden we realize they're saying it all the time. <laughs> and the funny thing with that is you and I usually hit the wall at the same time. <laughs> we do. That's true. And we look at each other and say, when did that start? <laughs> right. Or arguing. Arguing is a great example, especially as your children get older. Uh, I don't remember it as much when they were younger, but the child who always says, but I, <laughs> yeah. but I, and then you realize they've stopped saying, yes, ma'am. And they've started saying, but I. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have to stop and recalibrate and say, all right, let's go back. Let's go back to basics here. Uh, this is how we respond when we're spoken to. Even uh, we teach our children to respond that way to adults mm-hmm. uh, in, in public. Um, you and I respond that way <laughs> to other um, adults in public. So it's not just uh, for the benefit of the family, although it's interesting how even that, that, um, how do I want to say it? Um, the habits that you practice in the home, they don't just sound better. They actually affect your attitude. Yeah. So They shape you. Right. It reminds me of the book we've been reading, You Are What You Love, and mm-hmm. how the liturgies of your life, the patterns that you uh, embrace, mm-hmm. or even when you don't even realize you're doing them, they shape you in ways that you don't expect. Yeah. And we find, even in our home, that certain lazy or neglectful habits are shaping us, in addition to showing 
what's going on. They are actually making us more so that way. Yeah. And so it is funny how both of us have exactly the same tolerance level. Uh, we both noise level in the home. We both hit, hit the meter at the same time. We both, ah, okay, stop. <laughs> and yeah, within a split second. Yeah, it's pretty astounding. Or the child going, mom, 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 mom. It's like you and I have the exact same meter for how many moms we can stand Mm -hmm. before we go, hey, (laughs) that's enough of that. So we realized right before the holidays that we had some coasting issues. Right. But the holidays is no time to try to overhaul uh, anyone's anything. I mean, you you do what you can to um, to to control it in some sense, you know, to right. keep it from getting out of hand. Right. Uh, but and that's awareness. not when you want to drop into a new regiment or a new schedule. No. Uh, you you just make it through the holidays and you enjoy each other and you take time off and you you do all the wonderful holidayish things that we do together. And then once it's over, after Epiphany, we say okay. We hang the new, under new management sign up <laughs> somewhere, so to speak, and the kids know this is what's happening. And, you know, I think for the most part, our kids enjoy that. Yes. Because they all enjoy a measure of order and peace. They like to be able to get their work in, even though they also like slacking off and not doing it at all. Right. And um, we all <laughs> we all feel guilty when we don't do what we know we should do. So even though we yeah. procrastinate and don't do what we should do, we all feel bad about it. Yeah. And so getting it done does make you feel better. Yeah. I think everybody <laughs> enjoys that. And, and it makes your rest at the end of the day or on the weekend all the sweeter. Yes. So we, we're in one of those times right now. Right. And we had a, a double whammy because we had, not only did we have back-to-back uh, things going on with holidays, but also, you know, we went from the Reformation Day and then the week after, which is normally a recovery week. We had we were blessed and pleased to have company, and um, our podcast listeners benefited from that with the two podcasts with the Robinettes. Oh yeah! But we didn't get what we normally have, which is sort of a recalibration week. Yeah. And then we went from that to you and I traveling and doing some speaking and then right into Thanksgiving and then right into Advent. Advent and, yeah. and then in addition to all of that, during that whole time, I was in first trimester, yeah. which is really rough. I know we've said this before. Yeah, just, just rough. <laughs> yeah. I know we've said this before, but, but coming off of it right now, coming out of that first trimester, I just want to reiterate and say it's really tough. <laughs> My memory... It's tougher than I even remember. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think uh, we know it's tough, but until you're out of it or moving out of it, you go, yeah, that that really is hard. And it's not just, it's physiologically hard, obviously, and even mentally, emotionally hard to be so sick all the time, but it also affects the family so much because even though I may not be the one physically doing the cleanup after dinner or the cooking or, you know, even right now I'm not even doing the meal planning. Elizabeth has taken that over. There's still just this, if mom is down, it's, it's like the, the cogs haven't been oiled mm-hmm. and things are moving, but they're moving very inefficiently and they're not, things aren't getting done well and they're not getting it done in a timely manner. And, um, so that it makes, it just affects everything about home life so much. 
And then that affects you mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything that you try to do because if things aren't in order at home, that makes your job so much harder everywhere else. So, so we like to push this big reset button. Yes. Uh, and restart and and remind everybody who we are and what we're about and why and <clears throat> and take care of the issues of coasting, which for all of us, because we have sin natures, uh, is is a downward slide, right? Toward everything our flesh wants, right? So uh, there is a spiritual nature to this that I guess we want to we want to emphasize that if we do not um, occasionally do this, all of us have a tendency to slide backwards or slide downhill. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's good good exercise. Yeah, there's a level of of self consciousness that's appropriate. Yeah. That needs to be engaged in on a regular basis. Um, now it can go too far, and you can end up. Um, I'm doing a terrible job all the time, and yeah, you know yeah, that sort of thing. A but right, yeah. but there's still a level of more objective self consciousness. Mm-hmm. How are things going? You know, what do we need to do to change? And you know, what is the next thing? Like for us right now, the 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 big push is we really need to work hard at getting to bed on time so we can get up on time. Mm-hmm. And that's not going great. <laughs> it is not going well right now. Um, there's just a lot going on and we're hard, having a hard time with consistency. Um, when you have to be gone with meetings and things first thing in the morning, that makes it harder because I'm not doing real well um, sleeping at night so that I'm not doing well in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um or you drink a Coke. Oh, goodness. Or accidentally drink a flavored tea that has black tea in it and yeah. not realize, for some reason, this pregnancy, I am just highly sensitive to caffeine. Yeah. And, um, yeah, good example. But but the point was, that was our day that we were supposed to be like, okay, from this day forward, we're going to get up on time. And then I got about four hours sleep that night. Yeah. Um, so, so we're not, we're, we're, I mean, we have grace with each other. Yes. Uh, but at the same time, we're all still pushing this direction. Right. And there's still this level of, okay, we're, we're getting some things done that we need to get done, but we can do this much better. Mm-hmm. So we're going to keep pushing to get to where we're doing this well. Yeah. And um, we're just, we're not, we're not being crazy about it. We're just wanting to get to a, a good functional level. Right. And we know that stuff happens and people's lives change and we maintain flexibility for all of that. Yeah. We're sometimes maybe a little too flexible. Too flexible. <laughs> <laughs> we're very flexible. People. Oh, oh, really? We got that coupon for lunch somewhere. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are. We are rather spontaneous yeah. <laughs> and our children have it completely inherited all that from us, which makes us very fun people sometimes, yeah. but it also makes us not always the most, uh, we, we don't always, we aren't always the most efficient or t- best time yeah. managers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And and for us, we've learned that we have to pace ourselves. Uh, like for me, that, that good bedtime and wake-up time is really important health-wise. Uh-huh. If I am not getting to bed at a good time at night, not only are the mornings harder, but I have more physical. I mean, it's kind of exponential, actually. If I'm not getting sleep at night, then all of the other issues I deal with are like are just much, much, much worse. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I can get good sleep at night, a lot of those other problems, um, particularly the 
uh, muscle and joint pain and, you know, stuff that inhibits my ability to function. It just isn't as nearly as much of a problem. So what are some of the things that we coast on? We already talked about bedtime. How about mm-hmm. slides? Yeah, that's an easy one because we, we like to have fun and we have a hard time setting a stop to the fun. But what are some of the others? Um, We talked a little bit about how the kids respond. And I would go along with that is also how they communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, We, when you're in close contact with people all day long, it's easy for bickering to come up. Mm -hmm. And there's one way of dealing with bickery where you just say, stop it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Just stop. You know, and that's appropriate at times, but if all you're doing when your children are bickering is saying stop, um, you're just going to keep saying stop because you haven't dealt with the heart issue of what's going on with those children. You haven't dealt with, well, don't say this, say this, mm-hmm. you know, you haven't, you haven't walked them through conflict resolution. Um, you probably have a tattler, um, having a five-year-old girl uh, is a, oh yes, I remember tattling. <laughs> tattling isn't, isn't as big of a deal. We had boy tattlers, but I think girls just Oof. love to be tail bearers. And, um, it's important that you deal with it as a spiritual problem being a tail bearer, because it's also what will create a gossip, which yeah. men do as well, but women are even more so yeah. prone to. So, you know, not just saying, don't report on others' happenings, but this is what you should do. Mm-hmm. And and walking them through that process, you know, many times and okay. and, and disciplining, which I think a lot of times you, you start coasting because you're trying to get things done and you just want the problem to stop. And you just, it's like a whack-a-mole, we've talked about that, mm-hmm. where you, you hit, the, hit the groundhog when he pops up from the hole. Whereas what you really need is to stop. And say, you know, it doesn't matter that I'm not going to get this and this and this done. I need to deal with this problem. And I need to deal with it consistently for the next, you know, however long it takes for that problem to go, to be worked on. Mm-hmm. And then it usually gets better. And, you know, it's, it's the first three days are horrible. You feel like you're never going to get anything done because all you do are, you're do, doing is dealing with the bickering. And then the next three or four days, it's better, but it's still popping up a lot. And you think, oh, you know. But then after you've dealt with it for a little while, it gets better. And then you usually do pretty well for a couple of months. And then it comes up again. And if you don't stop and deal with it, then you suddenly realize, oh, my goodness, every single one of their interactions, they're bickering mm-hmm. about ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so the way they speak to each other. Yeah. And uh, that kindred. particularly causes disruption. That's one of the things I guess the things I'm thinking of are things that cause disruption. Um, the, the, there's personal habits, you know, kids get out of the habit of brushing their teeth and washing their hands and doing just real basic, this is what everybody does. This is what everybody has to do. And so, you know, maybe for us, we've had times where we've done toothbrushing charts where we have a chart that they check twice a day or when they brush their teeth and, you know, we have to check to make sure that the teeth are being brushed properly and not just sticking a half wet toothbrush in their mouth and calling it good. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would be one that we did, especially with the younger ones. We've done that pretty consistently off and on, you know, you'll go through a month of doing the toothbrushing chart and then they'll be good for a while. And you have to do it again, three, four months later. Um, So personal habits are making beds, cleaning rooms, all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, What else is there? Uh, I was thinking of, 
our evening routine and family yeah. worship yeah, and that's... reading and things like that, it is so easy for other things to swallow that time up. It is. And especially if you have, with being a pastor, you have a lot of evening meetings. Yeah. And so, you know, if you have, like next week, I think you said you have three evening meetings. Mm-hmm. Well, you have three evening weekday meetings. So that only leaves two weekdays that you'll actually be home after dinner. Mm-hmm. And so it's real easy. You know, one of those, maybe it's, it's going to be family night. You know, you feel like you need to just, you know, I mean, so it's very easy for that to slide. And then you realize wow, we've gone two weeks and we haven't read from that book we were reading. We haven't done family worship together. We haven't done whatever. And when your kids get older and start having other things going on in their life, it's even easier because, especially at the point of transition from younger to older, because suddenly you're thinking, wait a minute, they're not here. We can't do it. Right. Everybody has to be here. Right. We don't have that at the moment, but we have had boys who've had jobs where they've worked the night shift or the evening uh, shift, especially uh, restaurant work. And there is definitely a feeling of, well, we want to do it when they're home. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, for mm-hmm. us personally, maybe a little bit at breakfast, but even that's not always the best time. But evenings to before that before bedtime really is the best time for us to do it. Mm-hmm. And it winds everybody down too. Right. Especially when we read a good book afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it also helps, I have found it helps set the tone for the next day because... You know, if you've done family worship and you've read together, then there's time to say, oh, hey, by the way, there's this issue. Let's let's tighten up on that and or get there's back. there's this other thing we wanted to just talk about before tomorrow hits. So, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it just gives us a little more opportunity to everybody be on the same page. Yeah. Family meetings are that way. We, we go through periods where we have weekly family meetings and then we don't. Maybe you don't know right now what you might be coasting on. Uh, but I'm pretty sure we did a podcast on our vision, family vision. Yeah. Uh, you may want to go back and check your vision if you have one. If you don't have one, then go back and listen to that podcast. And I'd encourage you to develop one because mm-hmm. uh, when you have a family vision. Or at least start one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give, if, if they're put, a young family. <laughs> put something down on paper that expresses who you are and what's important to you so that you can go back to it and say, hey, we said these things are important to us. Are we actually doing those things yeah. that we say are important to We're us? We're doing nothing to get there. Or we said we would do this. And what happened to that? Why are we doing it? And then it, you may find that you're just coasting and it's drifted. Yes. And some of the things that you want to do may be ideals. And they may be things that you're always striving for, mm-hmm. but maybe not always hitting the mark on. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. We d- the the point is that you keep striving. Mm-hmm. You keep shooting for the mark. And are your children ever going to get to the place where they never bicker? Well, of course not. They're sinners. <laughs> they're yeah. human. They're yeah. they're you know they're going to have these things come up in their life. But how you deal with it and how you train them not to do that and how you train them to work through the issues is something that they will take into their adult life. And it is something that they will then apply as they're working through inner kind of interpersonal relationships in the church, in the family, in the home, Mm -hmm. any of that. Hi, this is Eric from Highlands. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast from Kara and Steve Murphy as much as I have. The Murphys have long written for our magazine, Every Thought Captive, and I'm thrilled that we're getting to hear even more from them as they seek to apply scripture to their everyday lives. The Murphys are just a part of the community of believers that make up the teaching at Highlands. 
We are adding new voices all the time as we seek to learn from each other about what God would have us to be and how He would have us to live. You can find this podcast and all our other resources on our website at highlandsministriesonline.org. I value your feedback. You are who we are here for. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, please don't hesitate to email me at info at highlandsministriesonline.org or you can call 877-878-2238.